Well, I think we've started recording, and I've I've uh, I've got two people on the line. It's brilliant. I feel like Saturday Swap Shop, mate. And this is where we have to be very careful we don't cut over each other. But good <laughs> evening, Carl. Good evening, Gareth. Good evening, gents. Nice to be here. Yeah, oh, those those lovely Welsh dulcet tones. How are you, mate? Very good, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We're glad technology seems to be working at the moment. Yeah, yeah, bandwidth, um, bandwidth holding out, mate. Bandwidth holding out. So we decided to get you on to uh, to do our little deepest cuts here, and we thought we'd do three each, flip flop between us. And um, you've also got to earn your keep, mate. You, there's there's a there's a price you've got to pay for coming on here as well, mate, which we'll tell you about later. Okie dokie. Okay. Um, what do you think, Robbie? Only right and proper that the guest gets the opening slot on our uh, Deepest Cuts playlist, which is, is it Deepest Cuts 3 now, isn't it? It is. It's number three. Yeah, we've um, we, we've we've done the first two and we omitted our own what we've been listening to in the main podcast to kind of have this one that's running concurrently. And it's great that we've got Gareth in to, you know, not only hear his pearls of wisdom of what he's been listening to, because it's a great way of picking up recommendations as well. But also just to chew the fat about what, you know, I just love chatting to people about music sometimes mm. and hearing difference of opinions and it's all good natured and it's just great that you know long time member gareth is been able to join us tonight and hopefully going forward we can continue that with uh, other members as well so yeah welcome along great no it's great to be here no it's uh, exciting stuff maybe we should ask what when when did you first can you remember when you first joined mate what was the first album that you can remember reviewing oh god um do you know what i i i I don't actually remember what the first album was. No, I, 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 I no, I don't. I must have, I have no idea. It was, it was a little while ago. I remember that, wasn't it? Oh God, yeah. It was. It was a while. Cause I did have a bit of a break at the end of mm. twenty nineteen, I think, for yeah. six six months or so, and then. But before, yeah, it must have been twelve months. But it must have been like twenty seventeen, eighteen, something like that, wow. probably. Yeah. Mm. So really early one, maybe something like a Acid Rain or something like that when we done the fear. Yeah. I honestly no, like I honestly can't remember. I, I don't know why, but it just yeah, it's just uh, slipped my mind what 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 it was. Are you saying that it wasn't an earth-shattering moment in your <laughs> in your in your life? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just nice to be rambling on about metal, I suppose, on on online, and it was uh, I didn't realise probably at the time how significant it was. Oh, and I know, I, I know that this isn't kind of what we wanted to get into on the deepest cuts but i love talking about the the, the main club i love the interactions that people have with each other and often i'm reading them and it might it's often you and chris gamble that are going off for you know kind of a, a thread of you know 30 comments you think oh my word what's happened here and then you read them and it's just you and chris you know kind of chewing the fat with each other but i love that and that's the great thing about the club it's there's it, all these different kind of you know communication going on and you're just getting to read so much about people's tastes and where they used to go to see music what the scene's like in their town their village whatever it's fantastic yeah it's, chris is great i mean i i, I quite often have like private uh, chats with chris and stuff about you know music and stuff as well and, and he's just he's got he's like he's like sort of you know like like pete d and and, 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 and hutch and stuff he's got such a broad you know, knowledge of metal and music in general, much more than I have. I mine's quite specialised, if you know what I mean. I, I know what I know, but yeah. th some of these guys, you know, they 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 they're like encyclopedias, and it's great sort of talking to them, and and you pick up information which 
you know, you think, oh, I know a bit about, you know, certain things, and they, oh, they just fill in the gap sort of thing. So it's, yeah, no, it's, it, it, I love the uh, intervention that. Um, Your pizza's arrived, got. Gareth. <laughs> Uh, I think that's my son, actually. He's going kind of around the back. Oh, well, does he like metal? <laughs> Sorry? Does he like heavy metal? Uh, do you know what? He, do, he does a bit. He, he sort of dips in and out a bit. But he's, he, he's been he's been on a bit of a maiden run at the moment. Um, so, yeah, he's he's sort of going through a lot of maiden and, and that sort of thing. But, yeah, no, he, he does. But he's also got – he listens to some absolute crap as well. Um, but, uh, I mean, I don't think he's gone as low as uh, – bring me the horizon but we don't have to uh, uh, bring up uh, and, and rake over embers that have long since burned out mate uh, I'll tell you what let's because we wanted to keep it to a nice and short and snappy mate let's go and let's have your first choice what are you opening up the podcast with mate the uh, sorry the playlist with okay uh, well I, it, it's uh, I've been listening to a few different things but this is quite an interesting one because I think on my sort of three that I put on the last podcast was one of them was uh, the Speckman project and basically it's Paul Speckman from master and I, it's you know when you listen to different tracks and it sort of leads you down a path somewhere and and you go somewhere so I, I started listening to some old master um, albums and the one that really stood out is one called uh, on the seventh day God created master I don't know if, you guys, okay. if you've heard of it it was their second album um, but it was quite interesting the fact that they had a guest guitarist on it, and it was Paul Masvidal from um, Cynic. Oh wow! Uh, and literally, he just came in for the day. I think Scott Burns produced the album. And he literally got Paul in for the day because um, Speckman had sacked his other guitarist and stuff, and um, he just came in, learned the songs, improvised the solos, and that was it. He did it, and it and it's sort of quite a spontaneous record. It's a little bit um, typical sort of Scott Burns sort of muted production, but it, it's actually a really good album. And uh, so I, that, that's, that was a track off there is my first pick. And um, I'm going to go for the track Heathen, which I think is about the third track in. Um, and that's sort of, it's quite a good representation of the album. It's, it's pretty meat and potatoes, sort of thrash death um stuff a bit more primitive than sort of it's not on the same level as leprosy or you know cause of death in terms of you know its influence but it's um yeah it's, it's quite a catchy sort of thrash death album really perfect and, that, and that, there's about three or four different masters though isn't there i'm not re this is the only one i'm familiar with i know that there, there was a, i think there was one that you you guys did yeah well, Russia as, as or something a, wasn't it yeah, and I'm not really, I'm not sure of them at all. But yeah, I think Mast is one of those names, isn't it? You know, you're going to get a few of them around the around the globe sort of thing. So, but uh, yeah, this one is probably the most famous. Lovely. One. Brilliant. What do you think of that then, Robbie? Oh, it's awesome. They're a band that the, the logo is very, very distinctive. And I certainly remember that red and white logo back in the day, you know, going to gigs at the marquee and you'd often see people in T-shirts and uh, with Master on them. I think they may have even played there around about the time, but not not a band I'm overly familiar with at all. So I look, look, uh, look forward to getting into that. that. That's a great, nice way to kick things off. Bit of a bit of American death metal. Go on in, Robbie. You can go next, mate, because I went first last time. 
I'm going to keep things a little bit kind of dirty and scruffy and it's a, a demo this one. I'm not quite sure where I picked it up from. I think it was fairly recently. It was either Branny on UK Thrashers or one of the small sites like UK Thrashers that are kind of popping up. You've got um, the new wave of thrash metal, Thrash Mania, and they often post kind of a, an album a day. And they're a band called Final Form, a UK band. A uh, bit crossover, bit hardcore. It's it's thrash metal with crossover hardcore, bit of metallic hardcore as well. It's a, it's a demo. It's a four track demo, five track demo. So you know, it's don't be listening to this thinking right. It's going to be the polished thing, uh, and it is pretty much they wear their heart on their sleeve and it's an instant kind of two each, each song's a, a two two and a half minute stab of of what i just said really and it's to go into it, it like i always say with municipal waste with that kind of crossover stuff it's great for me for an, a kind of an immediate hit i can't i can't take too much of it but for that it's brilliant it's brilliant in short spurts and this this is very similar as a demo it is showing fantastic kind of uh, promise of what they might do when they get into a proper studio when they um, release more stuff they're a uk band as well which is exciting so yeah i'm going to throw on there um final form and i can't even remember the name that i chose i think it was hell on earth there you go hell on earth Hell on earth. Lovely. Well, that'd be that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, keeping that tradition going with my first pick, uh, with the UK thrash and keeping it thrash and all things thrash, I'm gonna go for one uh an album that was released end of last year. Um, and that was the Son of the Endless Night album from I you're gonna have to give me a hand because I can never say this. Uh, Life of a Tragedy Tainted by Malevolence. No hand needed, Cole. You ah, won. look at that, see? Nailed there you it. go. Nailed it. Um, I've actually got the T-shirt on. Oh, good on you. Good on you. From the bundle of the album. Um, but, uh, yeah, just a great, great UK thrash uh, metal album. Vicious, nasty, absolutely precise. Uh, you can set your watch by it. I love it. And I've gone for a an album, a, a track that's a little bit deeper into the album, um, but is still, it could be at the front end, could be the opener, really, and that's Once Upon a Death, which I think is an absolute corker of a couple of, I think it's about three and a half minutes long, and it smashes everything up, and um, I know they had to cancel a gig recently, didn't I? I think they were going to play up in Scotland, but for one reason or another, they've had to cancel, so um, hopefully they'll get out and play live very soon, and I want to be inside the audience when that happens yeah fantastic stuff that was certainly one of the lead-off singles for that album and it kind of showed where they are with their their hardcore infused thrash metal that song there it's just a it's a real kind of potent punch in the head really isn't it? it's mm. just it's just brilliant and like you say they've had to cancel and yeah our thoughts are with whatever's going on with the camp and and hopefully you know they said that someone's not particularly well in in the camp well hopefully um you know all being well they'll move on and we will see some more sun of the endless night in the live setting because yeah it's a fantastic album and it'd be great to see it now gigs are happening up and down the country wherever we are on this uh on this uh, you know the, these aisles it'd be great to see some more of sun of the endless night good pick good pick excellent Go on in, Gareth, number two, mate. Okay, uh, number two is uh, a very um, 
old thrash band, which I, for some reason, didn't really get back into back in the day. But um, recently, I've sort of found them, really, uh, I suppose, over the last 12 months. And, I mean, I had heard them before, but never really picked up on them. And I've sort of just basically been buying their back catalogue. So, um, and it's a band called, um, and you'll be very familiar with it, uh, Whiplash. Mm, okay. So, um, but yeah, so I, I, I've been, uh, yeah, they're just basically, I mean, they're probably, you know, second grade thrash, really. They're probably not in the top tier, you know, of the big four. And, and but, they're, but, but their guitarist, uh, Tony, oh, I can never remember his name, Portello or something like that. He, 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 he actually writes some really, really good riffs and everything. Um, um, but his vocals were probably a little bit, um, leave a little bit too left to, you know, to be desired really so um mm. but musically they're re- they're really really good um and i've managed to sort of pick up pretty much all their back catalog um with him in fact on their third album i think he actually gave up the singing and then they got another guy in called glenn hansen or something in and, and, and sort of so he could just concentrate on the on the vocals um but uh, the album i've been listening to is their sort of like second comeback album really which um and it's called Born Again. Okay. What year was um, that, mate? Do you know? That was, I think that was 2008 or 2000, maybe okay. 2009, something like that. Okay. Um, so it's, it's, it's reasonably, 2009, I think it is. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not called Born Again. It's called Unborn Again, sorry. That's okay. what it's called. Uh, and the track I'm going for off that is called Pitbulls in the Playground. Um, and it's got a guest um guitar solo by frank blackfire from um sodom oh, okay so um yeah it's it's a little bit of a it is a very much a deeper cut even though it's a more of a modern album but it, i don't think it, it got a lot of exposure when it came when they came back sort of thing um and they're still going but the, there's no sign of a new album by this by the looks of things and that's you know what's that 13 years ago so um yeah. there'll be another comeback so, but it, <laughs> it, 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 it is, it's, it's, it's good sort of thrash. His, his vocals, although probably are a little bit um, sketchy on this, they're probably actually a little bit more palatable as well because he's sort of, he's a little bit more melodic. Um, so, um, but no, I, I think it'd be an interesting track to see what people think of it. Well, interestingly, I remember um, speaking to Pete D over Facebook and he was saying, I think, or, uh, yeah, it was on Facebook, I think, and he he was playing something or other. I can't, I think it might've been cryptic slaughter. I said, Oh, I remember when you, you know, we're in the club and we played this and, and stuff like that. And he said, um, along the similar, play this, this is, this is great. And he, I remember the the first whiplash album, which is quite iconic as well. Yeah. Yeah. He said, have a listen to this. This is proper thrash metal, you know, real, real hundred percent stuff. So, um, be interesting to see how, how that new stuff is, uh, or the relatively new stuff is compared to that, um, the one back from back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be uh, interesting. Good stuff, because yeah, they often get mentioned in the club and they're kind of, like mm. you say, they're not the the, the top tier 
of, of thrash but they they're a band that many people have discovered and kind of fondly go back to a bit like maybe atrophy a band like mm. that that, mm. that whilst you know they're not sitting at the top table they still made quite a big impression on many people a bit Lars rocket maybe you know those kind of things and maybe whiplasher you know kind of bugging at their heels a bit but it's it's decent to see that many people have discovered and hopefully through this you know they, they might get a few more people checking out the um the albums power and pain and um i certainly i think one was mentioned ticket to ticket to somewhere they were mayhem. on about mayhem yeah yeah awesome. fantastic actually, on spotify there's actually there's like a, the roadrunner years or something i think it's the first three albums which is power and pain ticket to mayhem and insult to injury and i think they're all like on a one big playlist oh wow okay so um but uh, yeah we can always link that in the comments Great. Go on, so, on Robbie. What's your well, second I'm, one then, mate? I'm going back to the early days uh, for this next one, but not the early days of Thrash. It was kind of the early days when Thrash Metal was kind of starting to, well, it was Thrash Metal was at its peak, but did we know that it was starting to in a couple of years? You think now what a couple of years is, You two years ago from now you look back to what you were doing it seems only yesterday but two years from 1989 to 1991 in music was absolutely huge now this album was released in 1989 it's get it gets quite a lot of mentions in the d'andrada years that we're featuring in the thrash metal album the fortnight club and 1989 edition at the moment and it's soundgarden louder than love and it's an album that i often listen to but it's its appearance in that has made me kind of pick it up this week and and play it a few times and uh, put it on the old streaming and just just ease back into it quite nicely because Soundgarden are one of those bands for me that were never difficult to listen to. I always enjoyed grunge. I got into metal at the time when thrash was kind of at this. I, I got into metal. I got into thrash metal kind of like the the nineteen ninety type time. So. It was at that time where a lot of alternative influences were coming into uh, the heavier end of metal. So whilst I was enjoying the thrash, I was also enjoying the kind of the, the grungy stuff that was coming in. And Soundgarden were one of those bands for me that were heavy enough to appease my heavy appetite. The riffs that you get in from some Soundgarden stuff is absolutely brilliant. And Loud and Love is such a, a heavy album, not only in kind of uh, guitar and bass, it's heavy in lyrically it's, it's you know i mean some of the stuff that chris cornell sings about it, it just almost you know prophetic at times and it i i can't help it's a bit like type of negative i can't help now but listen to soundgarden without having that kind of a, a sense of melancholy and soundgarden are a band that i've really really kind of grown grown up with grown up musically with um, and they're just so easy to listen to for me. It's always a pleasure to go back to some of this really grungy, heavy, uh, not stoner, but heavy, heavy riffing. And I was going to plump for one of the deeper cuts from the album off Loud and Love, but I think I'm just, you know, for the sake of keeping it quite immediate, I'm going to go for Hands All Over from Loud and Love for the playlist. Oh, brilliant. That is the one I would have picked, mate. Good. Well, I'm glad one person's happy, Carl. There might be a few thrashers out there going, very fresh club, this very fresh club. <laughs> no, that's a great, that is a brilliant album, Robbie. I, right. I went to see them on that tour, actually. In, oh, really? In, in Birmingham, yeah. And they, 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 unfortunately, they didn't finish the set. They were going to finish the set with Big Dumb Sex. Okay. And uh, so it happened, and the bassist sort of, who was 
the, the bassist at the time was Jason Evermy, I think, or something like oh, that. And he was the guy that was like the the second guitarist in in Nirvana. Nirvana yeah. yeah. Uh, and he was like, but I don't know if he ever played. I don't think he ever played on a Nirvana record or anything. I'm not. I'm not sure. He might have played on the first Bleach or something. He might have played on that. I'm not 100 percent sure. But he was the bassist, and he something happened with the sound, and he th- threw his bass down and walked off. And then Chris Cornell and, and they, they ended up basically just trashing their whole drum set. And <laughs> it was, it was, wow. I was yeah, it was mad really. But uh, uh, we and it was it was great. It was a great um, night, but yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get to see the the, the sort of the end of it really. But uh, yeah, it was good. Awesome. Yeah, they they're, they're one of those bands that I think um, obviously as time uh, kind of as musically they evolved with knowing what was the right kind of sound to um, continue their musical journey whilst while still being in the big league. But they still were able on some of those albums. Yes, they could hit. They could deliver some of those big, big chart hits. But they were still, if you dig deep into some of those albums, even the modern stuff, there's some really, um, there's some heavy stuff on there. Not only, mm. like I say, musically, but you could, you could really kind of get stuck into some of the stuff that's going on in there, and it's fantastic. And it's, uh, you know, obviously a sad loss, Chris Cornell, and um, what, what a wonderful, wonderful singer to have graced, certainly that album and, and many more so yeah that's going to be my one i'm going with hands all over good choice Brilliant. good one well i'm going for another classic year for my second one mate i'm going 2022 that's classic. right right up to the front oh, wow. it's an album i uh, i just reviewed for razor's edge and i've uh, i've been listening to it after that as well and this is a bit of a risk this is my risky one this is my wild card and it's rollo tomasi from their new album where myth becomes memory what uh, just uh, all over the place album so different contrast soundscapes black metal singing thrash metal experimental electronica all thrown in and it's i i got their album hysterics one of their first ones and it is all over the place. It is it, it is just unhinged and going in all different directions. But they seem to have smoothed it out a little bit, with but still keeping that sense of chaos. There are some real tender moments on the album that could that certainly wouldn't be on uh, uh, Hysterics, their first one, that are pretty clean all the way through. Certainly the first one, but beautifully done. But the one I'm going for is possibly the most unhinged on the album. Uh, and it's a tune called Drip. And it just, sl- it, it's got a, a, a very, it's got a bit of a drawn out intro. And then the song comes in and it just blows you away. It's brilliant. Have a listen to that. It's a bit experimental. Not everyone's going to dig it. But I think it's absolutely fantastic. And just unhinged, crazy, craziness. You wrote a review for Razors. I certainly remember reading it and thinking, Carl's gone a bit sensitive here. <laughs> and I, I listened to the album on the strength. I, I like Rolo Tomasi. I listened to the album on the strength of it. And there was one song in particular, mate, um, that was really, lyrically, was very, very powerful. Um, it was about, you know, taking your last breath. And uh, it's really strong lyrically. And um, the, the lead singer, beautiful, beautiful vocals. Yet, I listened to some of the other stuff, and it was still had that very, very um, punishing kind of almost like genty 
um, not sludge with rollotomy, but very, very crushing metal that they were easily able to do. And um, just, you know, kind of emotionally across those two kind of planes must be very difficult to be in a band like that when you're singing about lyrics that possibly are important to you to be able to just go from one to the other. But certainly a, a band that uh, continue to do what they do and do it very, very well. Are you into MG? Uh, do you know, they're, they're, they have completely passed me by. So I, this will be, uh, when I check this out, it'll be a, a first. So no, I'm, I'm not familiar with them at all. Oh, good. That's well. That's what it's about. So that's good. Carl, what was the name of the, Carl, what was the name of the song? Just so I can write it down for the drip. Drip. Okay. So there you go. Now, um, Gareth's got to his keep now because we've got two. We've had two songs each, I believe. So we've got um, we've got to get Gareth to work for his um, for his spot on here, mate. <laughs> so we decided that Gareth is going to pick the next round of Thrash of the or not Thrash. They're so far so good. Sophomore. Um, we've got one to twenty-eight, and you're just going to pluck them out of your head, aren't you? We, you are a random number generator. Yes, I haven't got a random number generator, so I'm going to have to just pick one. Um, so, firstly, I will go for my birth date, uh, which is twenty-four. Twenty-four. Don't don't give it away, mate. They'll be on. They'll be cracking your thing. Oh, and you. I mean, how appropriate is this? Brilliant. Annihilator, Never Neverland, mate. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, one of my favourites, actually. What do you think, Robbie? I know, I know you're a bit. Is yeah. that got, that yeah, hasn't got, got um thingy salad on it? Is it? It has no. got craft dinner on it, Carl. Craft yeah. dinner, yeah. Craft oh, dinner, but, yeah. but I mean, when you, do, it's just a, it's a near perfect thrash album as well for me. It's one of those ones that was in that kind of early early load of albums that i got it's, it's just a wonderful wonderful thrash album it's uh, yeah it's it's my favorite annihilator album and uh, i think it's going to be a tough call whichever one g comes out with now one yeah. second i just need to reprogram the um the um spreadsheet otherwise it won't work did you just do that quietly then, Carl? Just okay, you Gareth that. about the they he's just released that uh, metal album, hasn't he? Re-released it again, you know, the covers and the um next the, next Friday, I think. Oh yeah, oh is it okay? It's, I, think it's so. I just saw the review in Metal Hammer and it didn't get a particularly favorable review, but you wonder <laughs> why why he even bothered doing it again. It is it is I'm I'm actually doing it for, for raises oh, okay. um, and stuff. So um yeah, I won't say too much about it and but um, the original metal wasn't one of my favourite Annihilator albums, put it like that. But um, yeah, um, but I, I won't. I won't play. No, I'll, I'll keep my. I'll keep my cards, you know, against my chest and stuff. So yeah, but no worries, mate. Well, I've I've rejigged it, mate. I'll get you out of, out of um, Razor's Edge Jail, mate. So you don't give anything away. Between one and twenty-seven. Okay, uh, I'll go for my age. Eighteen. Uh, Eighteen. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a big one. Prong, beg to differ. Oh. Now. That one's now. interesting. Yeah, old um, our featured album. Um, I'm going, I'm, uh, I think we should just quickly go where we're going and then we'll get the third track done because we're, we're going to hit half an hour before long, which is fine. Um, I'm going Prong, beg to differ. Riffs, riffs and more riffs. Love them. Uh, no, it's Never Neverland for me. I mean, the Beg to Differ is a great album, but no, Never Neverland is one of my favourites. So, 
we're one one. Go on in, Rob. You get the casting. Uh, yeah, I love both. I really do love Beg to Differ. It's one of my favourite prong albums. But Annihilator has that emotional connection. Um, yeah, it's going to be Annihilator, I think. Craft dinner, a cheddar cheese heart attack. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, but the strength of Rotor Ruin, the Fun Palace, um, Imperiled Eyes. Imperiled Eyes, yeah, that's just, uh, there you go. That That's that's just the kind yeah, of deal, really. That's a monster track, that is. <laughs> yeah. The lyrical genius of Craft Dinner. Yeah. That was the only one. Well, lyrically it lets it down, but it's it's a fun little <laughs> bit. But yeah, it's it's not. The, that's the only thing that sort of lets that from being stops that album from being a hundred really. But it, we'll, we'll 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 let him off. Yeah, for you, mate. I'm not. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> see, oh, that's got. A, see, that album's got a special um, place for me because it was when I was first started working. Um, uh, after college and i was on secondment in andover um and uh i bought that on tape so i could play in my room sort of on an evening so i it was my friend for for quite a quite a number of weeks and months really so yeah special place for me great that's great great to hear little stories like that how these little tapes you know now you 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 can make a playlist in the sake of you know in in 30 seconds time that's got hundreds of songs on it but now it was a it was a back then it was a cassette and mm. yeah that emotional connection is fantastic that you, you hear people's stories it's great right go on ng third choice thanks for doing that mate you've picked a good one so that's that's job done now you've yeah, got it's... your next job to do Interesting tie, yeah. Th- uh, so third track is, um, it, it, well, it's another old band, but actually this is a fairly new, I call it album, but it's probably more of a compilation in a way. Um, and it's a band you'll probably, you'll know, uh, and, they're, and they're a technical thrash band and they're called uh, Toxic. Now, they were obviously famous back in the day for two albums and then they sort of disappeared. Uh, World Circus and Think This. Um, but they've sort of, they've never really been away, I suppose. But recently, well, I think it was 2018, they released um, an album which was called Three Works and it was contained three different discs. The first was... Uh, uh, Inhumanity, which was basically the demos or certainly songs that were leading up to their third album and never really got released. And that was with their original singer, Mike Sanders, I think his name was. Um, the second disc was an EP they released probably about 2014, 15, um, with their second singer, singer Charles Sabine. Um, and it was all original stuff. Um, and then, but the last disc is the most interesting, um, and it's with their new singer, a guy called Ron Iglesias, or something like that. Um, and it's a live recording of eight legacy tracks and two brand new tracks. And it's sort of live in the studio. Um, Ninety-five percent of it, it's like first takes. Um, a few little overdubs here, there, and everywhere, but it sounds really, really raw. Um, and the, the new singer is just, well, he, he does sort of low, high, but it, you know, it, it's he, he just covers the old stuff really, really well. Now, unfortunately, this isn't on Spotify. It's only on 
YouTube. So what I've done is I've picked a legacy track, Spontaneous, which if you've got YouTube, I definitely recommend checking it out. But on Spotify, it'll have to be Spontaneous off the second album, Think This. So okay. but it'd be interesting if you if you get the chat, if you can compare them, I, I would definitely would because it's like chalk and cheese. Okay. But um, it's uh, yeah no it's 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 remarkably heavy. The new stuff is the, the new recordings are wonderful. They're really really heavy, and the, um, the guitarist um, is just phenomenal. He's just a really really good. Josh Christian, his name is, and he does all basically writes all the songs, and he's just phenomenal. But it's yeah it's 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 just a really good progressive technical thrash extravaganda oh brilliant that sounds interesting i've again that's a i think that's a logo that i've seen and not checked out so this will be a first time for me i think yeah and me they're they're a band that i haven't checked out although they're a band that have been around for years they're like you know you said there they've they've been around for a long long time and i just for whatever reason i always thought they were a, a kind of came through with this second wave of um the kind of new wave of american heavy metal the this kind of, um, you know, mid, mid, kind of around about mid 2005, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That that time there, where you get all the, the likes of the the gamma bombs and the not the American heavy metal, but the the kind of gamma bomb. You had the Toxic Holocaust. You had Warbringer. That seemed to be when thrash metal was making that that kind of skeleton witch. That kind of all these big bands that were taking the 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 thrash metal sound and bringing it up today kind of not rehashing the 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 sound but kind of rehashing the sound but um yeah they 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 were a name that seemed to be prominent then and they've been around decades before that but it's it's strange yeah. that just never checked them out so that'd be a cool one to listen to 87 i think was their Which is the first album i yeah. never knew them back in the day at all but the trouble is though that i mean both their both of those albums, the, the World Circus and Think This, are on Spotify. But I don't think if you, if you try and get hold of a CD of them, they're like, you know, hundreds. You know, I, I, you know, they, they they go for quite a bit. So they're they're definitely something which could do with a, a reissue or something like that, really. Um, but yeah, the the works three works it's, as it's called though, is is a really nice little package. It comes in a box. It's got the lyrics and you know three different discs and stuff. It's, it's yeah, it's a really nice little little um sort of package really that um um you know at least uh you you know you, they're still going and you can actually you know listen to their new new output brilliant awesome I'm Morning, Robbie. well i am surprised there's no bring me the horizon from you gareth to be honest yeah well yeah. it was that was my we, fourth that was my fourth oh choice, okay so, yeah you, you know. don't know that might change i've still got one to go <laughs> um well this is what we've been listening to and what i've been listening to a lot recently is the new voivod album oh. uh, i had the pleasure of reviewing it for razor's edge and quite frankly it's astonishing it's a very very different album to the last album the wake it's a lot more stripped back a lot more kind of immediate and they are one of those bands that just every time i I listen to Voivod. I do discover something more in the back catalogue. I'm by no, no means the the biggest Voivod fan at all out there, but I really enjoy what I hear. I don't know all. I don't know all their stuff. Certainly, the kind of the the the, the darker years, you know, kind of 
uh, away from the classic era and the more modern era, but I'm certainly enjoying revisiting a lot of this, a lot of that. Um, but the new album, Synchro, uh, Synchro Anarchy, they released three singles leading up to its release, and they were a really good indication of what this album's going to be. It's out tomorrow, which is today that we'll be posting this, and it's just kind of no songs are long. I think there's one song that's six minutes. The majority are about four or five minutes long. It's Voivod at, as Voivod are now. There's not too much kind of this experimental progressive stuff. Yes, there's a lot of time changes. There's a lot of kind of um, um, Snake. While Snake has got quite a, uh, quite a, a monotonous tone, and that's been, you know, um, quite a quite a unique nasally kind of tone with his singing he is the voivod singer and what he delivers he delivers really well on this album the bass the electric guitar the it's just the soloing is exemplary it's unbelievable now we're talking about a, a professional musical band no the 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 guitar playing is going to be exemplary. If it's not, you'd think, well, you're in a professional band. You've got to be technical. You've got to be proficient. But it is just jaw-dropping at times. You know, the solos become riffs. The riffs become solos. The bass playing is absolutely stunning. And a bit like Primus, where Les Claypool is the main, almost like he's the riff person, but he's also the kind of soloist as well. At times, it's fa it's fascinating, it's fantastic that Voivod are letting that bass player, Rocky, just do what he's doing and not just be kind of sat there at the back, kind of keeping everything glued together. It's almost like a real prominence within the band for the bass. And it's just wonderful. It really is. Um, so my song that I'm going to go for, it could have been it could have been one of one of nine of them because they are, are all pretty similar, immediate. I'm going to go for Sleeves Off uh, from the new album. And that, if you haven't got Voivod, if you haven't been able to get into Voivod, um, and if you don't want to get into Voivod, you probably won't want to listen to it. But that could be the song, this could be the album that uh, finally kind of gets you with Voivod. And yeah, I'm going to go with Sleeves Off, I think, from the album that comes out tomorrow, today. Today, tomorrow, <laughs> when well, you hear this. It, it's, yeah. yeah, it is coming out on friday the 11th lovely and i'm looking forward to that album the, the, the singles have really whetted my appetite mate great yeah it's fantastic yeah no i'm looking forward to that i think i've got it on pre-order so i think it should be arriving tomorrow so um uh, yeah i'm looking forward to it I, like you robbie i'm not i wouldn't say i was a a massive voivod fan in terms of i got the whole back you know, catalogue and stuff, but um, certainly the the first sort of four or five. Yeah. Uh, and then, like you say, from the wake onwards, uh, not the wake onwards, uh, Target Earth onwards. Yeah. Uh, they're really good. I'm not. You've you've been checking out sort of the like the non Snake era, haven't you? I have. Yeah. It's and it's a fascinating journey because, you know, there's five or six albums in there that are very very different to. Um, you know what we're kind of talking about here with synchro anarchy mm. the wake target earth and one i was listening to the other day it was i think it was called chronic um, it, um and it was almost like a drum and bass for the first two songs it was almost like am i listening to a drum and bass album here that's heavy on the bass it really was like that it might not have been chronic it might have been um 
I, I really can't remember, but it wasn't Phobos. Uh, it wasn't Cattles. No, it Cattles, wasn't. No, no. Um, but it, it was one of them that I really need to go back to because I, I just it just wasn't quite at that time. You know, you need to be in the right frame of mind sometimes to listen to stuff. And and sure. um, yeah, but it's it's certainly an enjoyable thing because they they're, they're a band that have got so much going on in that back catalogue that uh, it's definitely worth checking out. I, I certainly don't enjoy it all, but I'm I'm going to give it a damn good. Good, good going anyway so yeah hopefully you'll enjoy the new album i'm sure you will gareth it's uh, fantastic yeah no looking forward to it my third one is uh no spread. nice to finish it up actually because this is the last out uh, track off this particular album and when we've done what have you been listening to i think everyone and their dog has been listening to this album rightfully so because i've been utterly surprised by it i didn't really hold that as in that much hope for it as in i thought yeah it'd be good it'd be okay and then it'd be gone but actually i'm going back to it again and again and that's the new lawnmower death album blunt cutters i i, I can't believe how good that is. some of the riffs on there are absolutely magnificent and the the sort of vote the, the the um the singing is and the lyrics are comical, but they're not sort of like belly rolling around on the floor laughing, which is what they were sort of going for in their early part of the career. They're just sort of humorous now. And we and I, I prefer that. And the, like I say, the songs are brilliant. And the last track, The Agency of C.O.B., is just brilliant. I, I just don't know where it came, where where they come from, whether this uh, they had material like this on Billy, because I haven't really listened to that at all. But it's um, far from joking and you know not really caring they really have crafted a very decent song there and i think uh they've obviously taken a bit of time on it and i think it's a worthy closer to our podcast uh, to our playlist absolutely you've been listening to it gareth haven't you i know i know you yeah have. i i have yeah and i know a little more definitely one of those bands which i find on sort of studio wise they're, they're definitely a live band aren't they but studio wise mm. i sometimes find them a little bit uh, you, you don't get to you don't appreciate the the sort of energy and stuff they have do you know but but this mm. i think this you know blunt cutters could be their best album wow do you know what i mean it's it's sort of like, like it, it, it's i certainly didn't expect it to be as good as it as it is it's but mm. it, on that last track you say you, you, it's just sort of finishes off the album very nicely doesn't it with the spoken mm. sort of word and, and it's yeah, yeah it's it, it, it is uh, no fair play they've they've really and the the, the, the production they've got is it's just yeah. you know, top notch isn't it and um no it it, it, it really did surprise me because i was i was sort of i wasn't really holding out much hope for it to be honest i you know i thought it was going to be okay but mm. no it's it, it, it is it's, it's it's phenomenal actually it's very 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 good mm. great and, could could be a contender for in certainly in the top ten. I think it's that good. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Carl. Mm. Well, have you, you heard it yet, Rob? I have. I heard it after everyone mentioned it on what they've been listening to last week, and I I played it on the way home from work one evening the other the other day, and I was looking at the the song titles. I thought, oh yeah, here we go, a song called Swarfiga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, oh god, but. And there was another one about a priest, something about my not my brother a priest or he's a priest or something. But that was unbelievable. It's fantastic. And, I, you know, whilst the the titles may be comical, 
but the actual the 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 riffing and the the song structures in that pre-song were, were fantastic they really were and it, and that was you know kind of five or six songs in um yeah and then i got to i think the the single that they'd released the the, the lead-off single that was the Death Maim Kill one from a couple of months back. And um, I thought, yeah, this is, I can see why everyone's getting so excited about it, why they're all listening to it. And, I, you know, I don't think it was a, a, that much of a surprise to me because whilst uh, maybe a surprise because not a lot had been happening on the Lormo Death front and kind of in the past um, few years, Lormo Death are kind of one of those bands that, we've seen talked about on social media and what with people being able to get behind their bands the likes of Mordred um you know um not not to get back together but the the fans can generate an awful lot of um influence when it comes to getting bands to come over you know certainly it was a it was a fan that got Mordred over to the U, uh, to, to Europe and the UK um where it probably wouldn't happen otherwise and I and I and I think that whilst Lormo Def's new album was going to be top quality, I certainly wasn't expecting it to be quite as strong as it has turned out to be. Really, mm. Mm. it is. It yeah, is strong. It is. It's totally surprised me, but I'm a, a, a very welcome surprise. So um, that's good. So Absolutely. we said we'd keep it nice and nice and short. We're we're up to forty four minutes now. <laughs> What I think we should implore people to do if they have heard this is to maybe pause, listen to the song and then get back to us. You know what I mean? Maybe flip flop over between the podcast and the tracks that we're going to put on. But um, great selection of tracks. I think we've got it all covered. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the thing, you know, whilst um, it was never my or any intention to kind of get three tracks that cover the gamut of, you know, heavy music. I think that's the great thing with whilst we're a thrash metal club so much gets mentioned in the club that you you're not just listening to thrash metal you know you, gareth's got the master there and um you know we've got grunge in there and and we've got thrash metal as well so it's kind of um it, it covers everything all spectrums that we kind of call within this music that we love so it's fantastic brilliant brilliant well um i think we better sign off now i think we just want to say thank you to mr Pugh. Well, I'd like to say thank you, you both, to uh, for having me. Yeah, it's been been an absolute honour. It's uh, and a pleasure. It's uh, yeah, really, really good. I was been looking forward to this all day, really. So, uh, oh, and uh, it hasn't disappointed. So, uh, no, thank you. Awesome. Oh. Just just before you go, mate, uh, can we put you on the spot? Where are you going to call for so far? So good, sophomore, the number one spot come the end of the year. Who who's wearing that title? Uh, it. Uh, I think it's probably going to be Ride the Lightning. Mm. Uh, I probably would, I personally would prefer Peace Cells, but I, either of those two. I mean, I, I can't see anyone beating either of those two. Um, but yeah, I, I, my my gut instinct is it's going to be Ride the Lightning. Yeah. Mm. Tough one. I think, tough I think one. It, yeah, I think either one of those could win for sure. It's just whether yeah. these big boys come up against each other, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but that would be interesting. P cells versus um, Ride the oh. Lightning. Oh dear, the interest is... would uh, the interest. I don't think would be in the the outcome of the vote. It'll be in the comments and how people <laughs> try to justify it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that is a that would be a heavyweight contest, oh. there, wouldn't it? Sure, that is a heavyweight contest. Let's see. Uh, yeah, well, you, you, you know, uh, Ride the Lightning had gone. You could have picked it, but it was gone, obviously. But uh, 
I, I did feel sorry for obnoxious that it really came up against the mind. No, yeah, I mean it was never, it was it was never going to win that one, was it? Even as good as an album as it is, um, but um, yeah, it's unlucky. Cool. Right then, well, I'm going to stop recording. Thank you for everyone listening. Go and have a listen. Tell us what you think about our picks, and um, we're going to get someone else on next week. Do you? Uh, so I'm going to say goodbye now, Robbie. You can say goodbye, and we'll let the last word be from uh, Mr. Pugh. Thanks, everyone. Oh, sorry, Rob. <laughs>